Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're back. We're back. We're back yet again. We're here. Um, we're here. We're living Nothing. in a little bit of fear. We, yeah, you could say that. I just gosh. don't even. I don't even know. I know I passed the 140 days in quarantine mark sometime last week. So yeah, just really thriving right now. Really thriving. Just mm-hmm. oh, but it does mean we've watched a lot of trashy great TV. It does. It does. I mean, that's the one good thing about quarantine is it gives you a lot of opportunity to just watch trash TV because that's literally all you can do. Mm-hmm. Like it's the responsible thing for you to sit home and watch trashy TV. That's the responsible yeah. adult thing to do. I'm being like patriotic and supporting my country by sitting at home and watching TLC. Exactly. Gosh, it's beautiful. A beautiful time. I know. Uh, except not, so much. except everyone's dying and you know, but other than that, I know. I know. Um, so Jillian, what have you been watching this week? So I've been watching a lot because we, well, we finished Star Trek Enterprise and we've been trying to get into Discovery, but it's a little too J.J. Abramsy and it's just all like galactic war, which I'm not huge on. I like right luxury, fully automated gay space communism. I mean, obviously. <laughs> That's all I really want. But so um, I, so the first thing I watched this week was Skin Decision, which I don't know if you saw that on Netflix, Mm-mm, but it's I basically so. one of those like intense British medical shows. And I thought it was going to be real like iffy because it's a dermatologist and a plastic surgeon and they do this show. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, I've got a little bit of fat everything's terrible but like the first one was like oh we're reconstructing this girl's face because her boyfriend set her face on fire oh they're serious okay and so like one of them was a little meh but like mostly really good like uplifting life-affirming things will get better even if your husband or ex-husband killed your two children and shot you nine times and we're reconstructing your body um wow yeah yikes (laughs) it's a lot like it was way more stressful than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) wow that yeah that's a that's a serious serious show right there yeah dude um so then we switched up to umbrella academy season two came out so that's okay true trash just so much trash and oh god last night i started um the Osbournes want to believe it was the like oh, premiere yes, episode yes. last night at 10. You were telling me about this. It is surprisingly good. Very funny. Ozzy Osbourne still not entirely sure how he's still alive. Cause uh, no one is. He's mostly not like this whole time. He's like sitting in this chair, just like watching it being like, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's like some type of zombie creature or uh-huh. at the very least he has like several horcruxes that he's not entirely there. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's bitten the head off a bat. So, mm-hmm. yes, supposedly. I don't know if that's true. I wonder if they have a Snopes on that. No idea. Actually, I mean, I just assumed it was true, but that's dangerous of me to do that. So, I mean, it does play into his vibe, but For yeah, sure. it was super cute. Lots of the videos I'd seen before, but um, it's their son, Jack Osborne, who's the host of the show, showing them all these things. And it's literally mm-hmm. just like sitting on the couch with mom and dad watching alien videos. It's... 
ridiculous. Okay, I think I'm going to have to watch that because I, way back when the Osbournes was on MTV, like, I loved it. I ate that shit up. Uh-huh. So I think, especially because, you know, we're, I'm into paranormal stuff. We're going to talk about some paranormal stuff later. Um, like, I think it sounds fun. So I think I'll probably have to give that one a try. It sounds it's light and easy. and Yeah, well, and, good. like, Sharon Osbourne has always been hilarious to me, just how she... Mm-hmm. picks up on the smallest thing to just make ridiculous and she does it a couple times in the first episode and it's beautiful and at one point in time she's talking about why her hair is so short it's because she dyed it too much so it just all fell out (laughs) nice so now she's she's like platinum blonde and she's like you know i wish it was longer and i'm like maybe stop dying at platinum blonde now too that that yeah that certainly is not helping i would imagine But it was cute because they had like behind the scenes and stuff since they're just filming it in their house because it started after quarantine started. Oh, cool. So they just have like a little TV studio set up downstairs that they go and shoot, apparently. God, I love I just love seeing how like television shows are adapting to life in quarantine. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. It's going to be I feel like it's going to be really interesting to look at this time period in television in the future when hopefully Corona's over, if it ever is over. We'll hmm. see. <laughs> we'll not think about that too hard. Yeah. So what have you been watching? Not... I actually had things prepared today. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I haven't watched, I haven't really been like super into anything lately, which has been upsetting, but I have watched, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I've watched a lot more Jeopardy because I think Netflix put some more Jeopardy episodes up. Mm-hmm. And that's been amazing. I love Jeopardy. I love trivia, anything. So I love Jeopardy. I've been watching a lot of that. And and then Kyler and I have, we took a little break from Survivor after season 40 ended in May, but we needed some more Survivor, especially since they announced that there's not going to be a Survivor season in the fall, which like, I mean, we knew it was going to come in during the, um, reunion i guess for the final season they were in quarantine and jeff was like we're determined to have a season 41 of the fall and i was like oh jeff oh honey um so yeah that's not happening did you watch the jeopardy the other day that was on tv tv and it was the jeff probst episode i saw that it was on and i have it recorded but i haven't watched it yet but i am so i cannot wait to watch it because i mean two of my favorite things in the whole world that man has not aged a day like he was popped out of the womb looking 35 but he still looks 35 mm, he is a treasure he ages like wine (laughs) but um (laughs) i love me some jeff probst okay but anyway so we we've rewatched let's see we rewatched um i think it was season 33 it was millennials versus gen x which is like a really cheesy premise and it was cheesy but it's actually a really good season in terms of like players and gameplay and stuff so we mm-hmm. rewatched that one and then we rewatched we went way back um to like 10 plus years ago we watched some survivor samoa which is russell hans's first season who is like he's the worst and we wanted to watch it so we watched that and it was amazing and annoying and yeah that's really what we've been watching this week because You've been making beautiful embroidery, though. Oh, yes. I've been embroidering up a storm. I'm so mad. Stitch, You're so stitch, good stitch. at it. It's just so fun. It's just so relaxing <laughs> to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just don't. Like, I'm pretty good at sewing, but it's never been relaxing for me. Like, it always requires 100% of my attention all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, there are definitely, like, certain stitches that are like that for me. But most of the time, it's I can pretty much, like, 
watch something or listen to something and do it at the same time. So it's like the perfect hobby for me because mm-hmm. it occupies my brain in like the right ratio. Yeah, and your hands, because that's always the thing that gets me when I'm just, like, trying to watch something. I'm like, okay, I really want to pay attention to this. And then I'm like, eh, and I either, like, bite my nails, or I'm, like, over here, like, brushing my hair with my fingers like a crazy person. So. Yep, that's me. We love anxiety, don't we? Oh, yeah. It's so fun to not be able to focus on anything, even the things you love. It's great. Oh, my God. Being mentally ill is so fun. (sighs) quarantine quarantine baby quarantine i've decided to call it quarantine like c-o-r-n just mix it up i love it yeah it's fun it's the season of quarantine now it is oh my god this so we just to kind of introduce what we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about um tv show ghost hunters we're going to talk about a couple of one of the first episodes from the first season and the first episode from the second season and kind of compare them but watching this like all the paranormal it just made me like so i just i need it to be october like now. i know i know it needs know. to be fall i need halloween i need spook i need chill i need leaves i need it all it's i'm a basic white under a hundred days i think it's like 97 days or something oh, till halloween god. now mm. oh god and the best part is that Chris, he has just said that I can't put up Halloween decorations in the summertime, and the summertime ends August 1st, so. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're good to go. I get to get out the decor this weekend. Yeah, and I've seen people on Instagram already getting stuff out, um, so I mean, I think you're good. You're, I mean, summer's yeah. over. Summer's As far done. as I'm concerned, after my birthday, which mm-hmm. is July 18th, like, that's the end of summer. We can just move right on to fall. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's been hot as shit until like October oh, and November here yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah, it's it's awful. Thanks, global warming. Thanks. It's going to be a real fucked up October, thinking about it. Sorry, I bring that one down a bit, but like, we're going to have flu and COVID. Yep. I'm double, I'm in double lockdown. Yeah, shit. And all we're going to do is watch spooky movies. Maybe we can turn this into a spooky movie podcast. Hell yeah, I'd do that. I fucking love horror movies of any type. Like, even the bad horror movies are incredible. I mm-hmm. would watch any horror movie. There's a new one that just came out on Shudder called Host, and it's the first movie to be released that was shot after quarantine began. And it's oh, essentially, cool. like, paranormal activity mixed with, like, searching or the, you know, the um, computer ones. What are the computer ones? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Friend like, unfriended. unfriended. I think it's unfriended. Yeah. Yeah, those I love. I fucking love found footage of any type. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. yes. Okay, we need to do a horror movie podcast here now, so. Okay, cool. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get back on topic. Yeah, well, I mean, we're let's... still technically on topic. But... That's true. It's true. We're but doing... let's talk about trash TV and yeah. ghosts. Ghost hunters. Ghost Hunters! We watched the... So the reason we're kind of watching this is because I think the second season just ended in, like, June? May or June? Mm. And these are the, like, revamped versions that they're no longer taps. It's no longer the original cast. Right. So we hadn't really dug into these, and they put them out on Hulu. And so... Mm-hmm. Or at least the first season on Hulu. And it, it's it been really good and really nice. And it has done a lot of 
good to my soul to have some ghost hunting. Aww, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. That's always so good when like you come across something that you just like really needed in yeah. that moment. Oh my god. Beautiful. And it's like the perfect thing for me. Like for the the cathartic things for me are not the things that like scare me and continue to scare me throughout the day, but like jump scares and like little like ooh spooky and then it like it resolves and everything's okay is exactly mm-hmm. the level of like fear catharsis I need. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's not and it's not like it doesn't really give you anxiety because it's like nothing is gonna hurt you and it's solved, so it's you're good to go on both fronts. Mm-hmm. And I specifically like ghost hunters a lot because they do try to debunk all of it. They do, yeah. Which, I, I noticed that, which was good, because not all shows are like that. They're just like, there's a moving particle. It's a ghost. But it's like, honey, that's like a cobweb. Probably, yeah. Or yeah. You're like, one of y'all something. just walked through and stirred up the dust. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay so do we want to start? We're good. So we're, the first episode was called School Spirit, <laughs> and it took place in a century-old high school in Pocatello, Idaho. Yep. And Which I... Go. No, I was just going to say I love the idea of a haunted high school. Like, that's incredible. Uh Uh-huh. And it's not one you see very often on these type of shows. I feel like not like a school that's being, like, actually, like, used as a high school now. Like, it's it's cool. I liked the setting of this one a lot. I did, too. Though it was just really put me back in the, oh, shit, this is Idaho. This is America. Because I was like, oh, oh, there's just a lot of Indian chief imagery in this. Uh, always you know how it is out there i mean most honestly in a a large portion of the country in general but definitely Mm -hmm. in that part in particular yeah i was like oh god this is scary oh right okay ghosts too yeah (laughs) right um okay so yeah it was built in 1892 the pocatello high school and let's see they had lots of urban legends um in the 1950s on they say that someone drowned in the pool Mm -hmm. um they said that a librarian hung herself in the chandelier but in the library i loved that one Mm -hmm. i'm like oh yeah of course that library was a librarian it looked awesome that chandelier like damn that did like my high school library did not look like that no my high school library was like the stucco drywall like thing gray shelves depressing green carpet mine was mine was like in the center of the school and the way that like our school worked was you could get up like on the second floor you could look down and see like the there was the cafeteria on one side and then the library on the other so like perfect for like a school shooting since situation Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's what i literally always thought when i was there but anyway, it just felt like a it felt like a prison library. That's what it felt like in high school, yeah. and I didn't have a fancy chandelier. And I know what the fuck. Uh, I just want a fancy like the you know the fancy high school in town down the street from us on yes. 9th. and yeah mm-hmm. that like that would have been cool to go to school in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, listeners who are not from Huntington, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> move to Huntington and that local flavor um (laughs) so I don't know do we want to like so they 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 did good they debunked all of the urban legends like there was never a pool which was hilarious they talked to the historian or like a historian who said yeah there was never a pool so nobody could have drowned and also the chandelier didn't get there until the 70s and so and like obviously if it would have happened 
in the 70s or after, like, it would have been reported. Mm-hmm. People would know about it. So, yeah, that was all bullshit. I also, there was, like, some, like, surveillance footage that they had caught with, like, the lights going on and off. And then there was, like, what appeared to be some type of, like, apparition going into a room or something. Mm-hmm. And they debunked that. I liked that they, like, took their time to debunk it. And they saw that, like, there was, like, a cobweb up on the camera that, like, uh-huh. obviously would have just, like, waved in front and caused it to, like, catch on the video sur- the video footage. Well, I went back and watched the beginning of the episode again after the end of it and watched that video again. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely just a cobweb. It was just like, oh, yeah, 100%. After like, they said oh. it, it's like, definitely. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And yeah, I, I always love when ghost hunter shows really like will debunk things, even if it like won't make the footage as compelling i'm glad that they actually mm-hmm. like take the time to see if it's really happened or not because it helps with their credibility a little bit that is one of the things that i do like about the revamped version of ghost hunters because while i did this in like the taps version early 2000s ghost hunters mm-hmm. it didn't feel like they were as prepared like i feel like they didn't have like a researcher on yeah. their team they were all researchers right. and whatever like it seems well, yeah. like they've really taken this much more seriously to be like okay we're gonna yeah. assuage your fears not have a fun ghost tv show right and i think well i think a lot of like they also have a lot more experience now so they probably understand like the common things that can be you know taken as paranormal activity but are really just like cobwebs mm-hmm. cobwebs and loose screw flashlight tops right right exactly (laughs) that was a real hard sentence to get out (laughs) it was um in my notes i did just write how fucking nice is this school like three times (laughs) it it was amazing it was huge it was like god damn that that's a nice high school yeah okay so they let's see we'll talk about maybe a little bit what they supposedly found yeah yeah let's do it so, the spider web in front of the camera was night one. Um, oh, and then the this one was cool because they went to the gym the first night and the second night. And the first night mm-hmm. was Brandon and Mustafa. Brandon's the tech dude and Mustafa's the researcher. Um, and they heard tapping from the bleachers. And then Mustafa got, like, freaked out. Yeah, yeah. But she, he also said that, like, he felt like somebody was touching him. Mm-hmm. Um, was that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was him. He felt like somebody was touching him, but like not in like a bad or threatening way, in like a yeah. comforting way. Yeah, he said it was like his grandma, like holding his head yeah. against her. Yeah, and he had like a surge of emotions, um, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that's exactly what the girl from the next night reports feeling like. She was sad mm-hmm. and felt like comforted, and she'd been hugged from behind, and she was like crying and. Yeah. Like, it's just interesting that on two separate nights, two different people reported doing the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, I mean, not necessarily convincing all the way, but it was like, it yeah, was interesting. Yeah. It was definitely weird definitely. that they had the same kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The, that whole gym was creepy feeling though, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the other place that they went was the theater mm-hmm. and the first night all the lights went out they just like dimmed out and that was yeah, funny yeah they, they dimmed out yeah and they got that on camera what else did they do 
I guess oh. they, well, one thing that they did was that they talked to the electrician, an electrician um, mm-hmm. who looked at the videotape of like the one with the cobweb mm-hmm. um, because the lights kind of were acting funky and they consulted with them and he had said something about how it could be a result of like a power drain and the fluorescent lights like reacting to something draining its power and mm-hmm. then the paranormal investigators were like, could it be the ghosts draining the power? <laughs> And so then they busted out that fucking whirly gig Tesla machine in the theater, yeah. which cracked yeah. me up. It was just like, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, get down with the sickness, not COVID. Hell yeah. Not that one. Um, yeah, so that was hilarious. The little spinny whirly gig. Personally, I love that they've gotten some like ridiculous tech now. Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. It's really crazy. Oh yeah, you know I'm just uh, carrying around a Tesla coil. It's like we're in Jim Jarmusch's coffee and cigarettes. Just I'm Jack White. <laughs> Sorry, that was like deep cut film kid. <laughs> I loved it though. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was hilarious. And then of course the flashlight drained. Yeah, right. By the ghost. Which, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel about that, like, as evidence in and of itself of, like, mm-hmm. electronics draining. I know a lot of times it, it gets reported on this, and it might ha- sometimes have something to do with it, but also just, like, sometimes electri- electronics just fail, so. Yeah, and, like, electricity is kind of magic. Yeah. It- Especially <laughs> yes. from batteries. It's just, like, tiny little magic beans that you stick in things to make them work. <laughs> That's exactly what a definition of a battery is. Little tiny magic bean. I mean, magic bean. I don't know how batteries work now that I think about it. How do they? Have... I don't have any idea. Not it's thinking about that no too problem. hard. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. I'll unravel uh, the fabric, fabric of the universe or something thinking about batteries. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea. Don't go down <laughs> that hole. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, like they got a couple of like, voice recordings that were like kind of cool but i feel like they didn't really get like a ton of like solid evidence about whether or not this place is actually haunted like it just seems like maybe it has a kind of a creepy feeling maybe because it's an old ass building it's just old yeah it's really fucking old and that's just how it is in old buildings a lot of times yeah especially ones that have electrical issues because like yeah dude i always thought like i watched ghost hunters as a youth and they were always talking about how like exposed wiring can make you feel shitty and like feel weird and anxious and stuff and i had never really like experienced that i grew up in colorado so everything's relatively new like Mm -hmm. there's not hugely old buildings with wiring that's been cobbled in or whatever but um hilariously it happened here in huntington to me in the fucking best buy because they don't have like anything dampening (laughs) all the cords in the ceiling and I was like yeah, that sounds why right. do I feel so like agitated and I was like losing my mind in a Best Buy yeah yeah <clears throat> no that's that is true for sure so I mean I don't really I'm not really convinced that this place is haunted but it was cool and I the, the school itself was really cool and like I said mm-hmm. the idea of a haunted high school is like it's amazing and I liked that they like featured the historian who had been there and like who had worked at the school like it was cool it was yeah it was cool god i would love like a ya novel about a haunted high school i feel like but like a scary one not like not like for kid like a like you need a upper grade like a 
goosebumps. Yeah, like scary, like genuine horror for teenagers. Yeah. But the school, it's the, ha- the school is haunted, and it's like a series. Hell yeah. Whoever's listening, write that for me, please. Yeah, or if you know of a book like that, please. Oh, yeah. Email it to us. Recommend it to me. Um, yeah, no. So the thing that I always have problems with in ghost shows is that they say that, like, electric electrical stuff will, like, um, video cameras and recorders will always get the ghost sounds. But, like, we're watching them through a camera and we don't hear but- the ghost sounds. Yeah, I I don't quite understand how all that works either. Like, how is it picked up on some things and not others? And, like, I I don't get it. And I guess that kind of leads me into the next one, the next episode that we watched, Terror Town Part 1. (laughs) Was when they were in the Elks Lodge on that one. I fucking, I think I heard the ghost on the main camera. Oh my god. Like, I it's heard it a... when she said, like, oh, what was that? Like, when the dude, like, there was yeah. a man's voice that was like, little girl here or something, and I was mm-hmm. like, I heard that on the camera. <laughs> yeah, every now, I feel like every now and then there will be a, a time when, like, you hear, n- maybe not, like, clearly what it is, but you hear, like, a whisper of something mm-hmm. at the time when it's supposed to be, but yeah, most of the time it's just like, and at this moment we heard somebody say, gabagool, or something, <laughs> you know? I think that was the most Kyler thing you've ever said. God damn it, it is. <laughs> Kyler loves the word gabagool. <clears throat> it's a great word. It is good. Um, oh, but so, yeah. yeah. Uh, episode one of season two was the next thing we did, and I did watch part two because I had to know. I watched, I did both. I did both too. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so it was called Terror Town, and it was about Clifton, Arizona, which is an old-ass mining town that was the wildest town in the territory since 1873. And basically it was just copper mines, Wild West, shootouts, murders, etc. It was just like tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy, basically. Yeah, floods, everything. Yeah, lots of natural disasters. They said that at one point there were three murders a week in Mm. this town, which um, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's a lot for Um, like not a population of 300 million. (laughs) Exactly, like so many. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's basically like it's just like a cursed, a cursed town. Basically, mm-hmm. it seems like, and everyone like they. I it was interesting. They had like a I don't even know like a meeting with a bunch of people who lived there, mm-hmm. um, and they had like the town hall ghost meeting. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like, what? How many people here have experienced paranormal activity? And of course, everybody raises their fucking hands. And then except for the one stories. lady in the front, she's like. Oh, you know there had to be a Karen there. Yeah. I was half expecting Lorelai Gilmore to pop up and be like... (laughs) It did seem very, like, Gilmore Girls-ish there. Yeah, yeah. Luke's diner is haunted. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Clifton is the um, Star's Hollow of Arizona. That's what they should put on their sign. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the, I don't know, the foil to Star's Hollow. Mm -hmm. It's like cursed and... Yeah. It's like, what's the opposite of stars? Like, sun, mountain. Sun is a star. Oh, shit. <laughs> what's the opposite of a star? Black hole mountain? That's what it means. There are stars in the opposite of a star. But yeah, black. <laughs> I love it though. Pulsar mountain. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, it's cursed is what we're trying to say. Yeah, it's like a ghost town, but people still live in it. And so they, yeah. they everyone has crazy experiences, black masses coming by them, hearing screaming down by the river. Like, I feel like the screaming down by the river, maybe you should have gone to check that one out. Yeah, they were like, yeah, I heard like kids screaming. And it's like, um, at least call the cops or call somebody or something. Like, yeah, like just, just. Knock on your neighbor's door and be like, hey, did you fucking hear that? Let's get a couple guys together and see if we need to pull anybody from the river. Please double check, yes. Because he was like, yeah, it was the scariest moment of my life. And I'm like, yeah, well, if those were real people, it was probably pretty fucking scary for them, too. Mm-hmm. Now they're floating down the San Francisco River. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, anyways, so they went and looked at lots of different places. Like They, like, they went to the biggest hot spots in town. So that was the Elks Lodge the boarding house and Clifton hotel. And I feel like in the mm-hmm. second episode they did um, that building across the street from the Clifton hotel, but I can't remember what it's called now. Um, My brain wants to say glitter manor, but <laughs> that's what it's called. The glitter manor. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have it in my thing either. I don't know. Well, anyways, <laughs> they go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. They did another building across the street too. Um, but yeah, no, so the Elks Lodge was super cool for me because I definitely heard a little whisper on the camera mm-hmm. and I was like, <gasps> yeah, that was cool. I believe in ghosts now. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like it was pretty clear too. Like when they like enhanced it, it, it sounded like a clear voice and not uh-huh. just like rustling or like a whisper. <clears throat> yeah. Like I definitely thought that it was someone like behind the camera whispering. And if yeah. they say it wasn't, then maybe it wasn't. Maybe um, it wasn't. Maybe. Um, I did like that at some point in time right after this, they were like showing a, just like a stationary shot with a voiceover and it was just, it lives written on the side of something. <laughs> I was just like, hell yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, they had like, I guess in one of the, I think it was in this place, right? In one of the rooms they had like that weird electron multiplication night mm-hmm. anomaly thing. Which I don't really know anything. Like, I don't know how much I buy of that because I just don't feel like I have enough knowledge about what that could possibly be to, you know, figure out if that could be something explainable Mm -hmm. or not. I don't know. Yeah. But it was pretty convincing with all the things that they did, like, with the match and with dust and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, they were really Mm -hmm. trying to debunk it. So even if I don't really understand, like, the concept behind it, it was, I don't know, at least somewhat tested that it wasn't yeah, just yeah. dust and shit mm-hmm. yeah definitely um but yeah, but yeah also that was cool. don't that was understand cool to see. that i did like that they went down to the riverbank and it just felt like did you watch the uh movie la llorona no i have not seen that one it's in the nun universe the conjuring universe obviously. yes 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 oh yeah <laughs> but um it it you'll like the opening scene of that movie is very much what they did <laughs> And this is just like, no, awesome. don't go down to the riverbank, guys. <laughs> awesome. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was, I mean, it wasn't good, but it was good I, in a bad way. I mean, that's, it's a horror movie. Like, I know, I know what I'm getting myself into with that kind of shit. And mm-hmm. I love it anyway. Um, yeah. So then Clifton Hotel was where they heard the torturers screaming coming from the river. And it's like, please, sir, please, <laughs> please go look at that. That whole hotel was ridiculous, though, because they were like, we're yeah. going to open it this fall. And you're like, honey, you don't even have drywall up. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's an old ass building. Things. 
Yeah, learn to plan things, learn how time works, and you'll figure out that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Learn how time works. Tell that to a ghost. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they didn't really get a lot in the Clifton Hotel, I don't think, other than they heard, like, a coin, a screw dropped on the floor. Yes. Which yeah, they which found. could be anything. Like, yeah. I don't it, Like, any people, things fall for no reason all the time. Yeah, or it could have gotten, like, lodged in their pant cuff and it fell or whatever. Like, uh-huh. shit's weird. I once found a screw in a Wendy's hamburger. Oh, well, it shouldn't have been there. Nope. <laughs> I, I went back around and brought it back and gave it back to them. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's from the hood of our ovens. And I was like, cool. Thanks. Okay. So what? Can I get another sandwich? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Bye. <laughs> cool. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law found a screw in her salmon at Bob Evans or something. Sick. So, yeah. Haunted. Haunted salmon. Yeah, it's all those ghosts dropping screws. Okay, and is this the place where that one that one bitch falls <laughs> down the steps? Kristen just, like, fucks up okay. down the stairs. I don't, I don't know what it was about that situation, but I was so annoyed by her. And she was, like, obvious and, like... Yeah, she fell down the stairs, and she's like, that's never happened to me before. How could that have happened? It's like, bitch, it's fucking dark. Like, mm-hmm. that happens. You and fell. And it's like freshly painted stairs. Exactly. It's like, there's no... She was acting like there was no other explanation. And when everyone was like, oh, are you okay? She's like, well, I shouldn't be, but I am. And it's like... <laughs> I fell down five stairs. I should have broken every bone in my body. And I'm like, I have fallen down so many stairs in my life. I know, we do. It's like, honey... Your tailbone's gonna hurt. I could not, like, I, that, her reaction to that, and it continues into the next episode, too, like, she's always talking about it, Uh like, I just could not focus on anything else but how annoyed I was with her, because she kept talking about it, like, as if that's conclusive evidence that it's haunted, like, bitch, it's dark, you fell down the steps, it happens, own it. Yeah, you're like, show it to the people who own the hotel, so maybe they can put one of those little grippy things Exactly, yes. So that everybody else doesn't fall on their ass, because you, miss, never falls on your ass, fell on your ass. Yeah, imagine people like me, who always falls on her ass. Uh Uh-huh. God, one time I was carrying a big basket of laundry down the stairs, and they were hardwood stairs, and I fell on, like, the third stair, and it was, like, 17 down, but it was a lot. Oh, God, (laughs) I, I did it in front of my friend's family. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. And it was, like, fully visible. It was, like, the stairs that go up to the house. But on the other side, there's, like, the front door. And on that side, there's, like, the living room. And it goes up to the bedrooms. So there's just bars on both sides, like, railings that you can see through. So the whole fall was visible. That's... You couldn't ask for much more than that. It was fun and great. <laughs> Remember the time when I was walking up my front steps with my puppy in my arms? And the first day of quarantine, and I tripped, and I broke my foot, and it was awful. Mm-hmm. How's your foot? <sighs> it still hurts, too. The, like, <laughs> it's really been bothering me this week. I don't know why. You're probably um, going to have to, like, go to a foot oh, doctor. Oh, God. No more doctors. I'm done. I know. I feel you. Mm. Fuck doctors. I mean, good I'm job, not. doctors. But also... But also, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> We don't want to have to talk to you anymore. Please. Just please give me my give me my refill for insulin that I've been taking for 16 years. I don't need to see you 
I just need to get insulin to live. I don't need. You, I'm still. I'm still diabetic. Please just give me the insulin. You roll up to the doctor and you're like, Nah, dude. I kicked my. I, I, I uh, fixed my type one diabetes. My pancreas. It's good now. Bye. I guess I don't need this. I'm selling my insulin on the black market. God, that'd be amazing. Not to sell it. I would just give it to people because yeah. people are literally rationing their insulin right now because it's so expensive, which is cool. I know. If only there were some like magical young living doTERRA diet that would give you your <laughs> pancreas back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, it is a stance of this podcast that we hate MLMs. <laughs> yes. Especially ones that um, prey on people with disabilities yes it's not it's really not cool Mm-mm. it's not it's not did you know that the young living guy accidentally drowned his baby wait would you would you repeat that what the dude that started young living essential oils was originally a doctor uh, he was doing like birth doctoring or whatever and he had his wife give birth in a pool and then they left the baby underwater oh for eight God. minutes yeah, I think you might have told me about this before because they yeah. thought he could breathe or whatever with yeah. the umbilical uh-huh. cord. And it's yes. like, what the fuck? I know, I am perpetually freaked out by that. And I learned it on the Dream podcast, which if you hate MLMs, listen to the Dream because it's great. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's some free advertising there for y'all, but shit, it's good. If it's good, we gotta say it. That's our oath. If it's good, we gotta say it. Gabagool. <laughs> Gabagool, everyone. What was the meme that he got that off? It was the... It had Tony Soprano. <laughs> I don't know. God, I can't remember what it is, but it was it was really funny. They named him, like, Tony Gabagool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well. Kyler, well, Kyler loves Tony Soprano. We actually... The only piece of artwork that we have in our bedroom is a replica of a painting of um, Tony Soprano with his horse, Pio Mai. Wow. <laughs> That's the only piece of artwork we have in our bedroom. That's amazing. We just have mm-hmm. watercolors of plants. That's cool. I like that. That's soothing. Yeah. <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagool. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm going to make you for Christmas is just... In those little, like, 3 by 5 picture frames, I'm going to do art of each letter. Gabagool. Oh, fuck. Amazing. That's what the title of this episode needs to be. Just Gabagool. Episode 19. Gabagool. <laughs> the other name that I was throwing around is because I fucked up typing the title in my notes document, and I typed Chost instead of Ghost, and I was like, Chost. Chost Chunters. Chost Chunters. Um... There was a guy on um, Jeopardy that I was watching, and it was like the teen tournament or one of the college ones, maybe, I think. And his name, <laughs> I don't know why, but his name was like made me die of laughter. It was Thatcher Chonka. <laughs> Chonka. Chonka, comma, Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's such a good name. Chonka. Shout out. Shout out to Thatcher Chonk- Chonka. Hope you're doing well, you're Mr. Listening. Chonka. <laughs> Thatch. Thatch. Okay, so do we want to talk a little bit about part two, since we both watched it? Yes, you you go. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Um, I didn't take so, as many notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, we'll, just, we'll just see where this takes us. 
Um, but so they started out um, in a cemetery that apparently there were like a lot of dead babies and children buried there. And like people report being able to hear children singing sometimes. And so um, apparently they heard something. It was that same. What was her name? Kristen. Is that the girl who fell on the mm-hmm. stairs? Yeah, it was yeah. her. And I was just at this point annoyed with her just very because she lived and um, she she was like really annoying me. She was like. Everything that she said and did felt so, like, everything was so, like, fake and forced with her. It mm-hmm. just made it seem really hard for me to, like, believe anything that was happening. So, like, in this episode, I literally had to Google Kristen Lumen because I didn't think she was in the first episode. But she was. She's just, like, turned into an entirely different person by season two. That's cool. That's promising. Yeah. Yeah, so I think she's... Yeah, actually, I have in my notes from the first episode that Kristen is a hypnotherapist, which that Uh explains a lot to me. God, yeah, it does. Um, It really, really makes sense. Um, Jesus. But, okay, so one thing I want to ask, and they talked about this, I feel like they talked about this a lot in both episodes, but especially in this one. They talked about how, like, they were coming here to help these people, but, like, what the fuck are they going to do? Like... I mean, mm-hmm. I get, I understand that it's, like, nice and validating to get, like, evidence that, like, your experiences are valid and that there could be something behind them. But, like, they're, they kept going on and on about how they were there to help the people of the town. But it's like, what are you guys going to yeah, do? Yeah, like, it made sense in the first episode because they were just like, oh, yeah, it's the fluorescent lights fucking up. And maybe if you have a ghost, it's a happy ghost. It's a nice ghost. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just electrical. But in this one, it was like... Cool, so your town might Y'all be trying to kill you. We're going to get you a referral to the Ghostbusters. Like, Yeah, it's like there's, it's not like just because they know how to like capture evidence, like they don't know what to do to solve any haunting problems. It's not like mm-hmm. they can actually help them get rid of these ghosts or whatever. I think they lean very heavily on Grant's super good, just so wise. <laughs> Fear is just a lack of knowledge. He says that, like, a hundred times per episode, and I'm like, but I'm scared of things I know about, too. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm scared of being murdered, is, like... Yeah. Like, I I know that if I get bit by a black widow, it's gonna fuck me up. Yeah. (laughs) It scares me. Like, that scares me more, because I know. Yeah. Thank Um, you. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, so his whole thing is knowledge is power, so I guess that answers the question, is they'll no longer be scared to know that they're being haunted by murderous poltergeists because they know that they're being haunted by a murderous poltergeist so they can rest easy now it's just like they they act like their job is so important and that they're like doing the lord's work and helping these people and it's like i mean it's cool and it's fun to watch but like y'all are just like recording an empty room at night yeah yeah <laughs> like debunking stuff sure yeah, it's the cool. cojones to go out there and be like, okay, this is a real spooky room, but that's it. That's you're not you're not God's gift to man. You are just yeah. ghost hunters. Exactly. Well, and then this this episode gets like really dramatic because I guess some of the investigators are driving and all of a sudden uh-huh. they get like a flat tire and they report that like they think they were struck by somebody and there were a couple other times where they felt like people didn't want them there and were trying to get them out and trying to hurt them. So I don't I don't really know about that. I think maybe they just like hit something in the road and got a flat yeah. tire. A deer and just wanted ran to make into it the seem... side of their car. Yeah. 
or like something i don't know you never like i don't think it it could have been who knows but i think they were just like trying to make it more dramatic than it really was which is fine it's or it's like all of us where we are all in the car driving out to the haunted house getting all spooked oh yeah definitely and then you're just like let's go and you're like oh it's It's like yeah it's like every little thing is a sign that you shouldn't do it or whatever because they even later on they were like yeah they sat down and like talked about who was felt safe keep to keep doing the investigation and who and like somebody's wife didn't want them to do it and it's like what the fuck okay yeah it did feel weird though like i think some of it may have been real people who didn't want them there like they were saying like watch out for the guy wearing the red billed hat like maybe he was just like the town crazy yeah or maybe he was just some dude who like his whole family was there and he's like get out you're exploiting us (laughs) which is fair they're on the ghost side they don't want them to be discovered yeah they're the progenitors of the curse exactly hell yeah yeah uh, this second episode didn't give me a lot more honestly like the car crash took up a lot of my brain space on it (laughs) Yeah, it was more or less just, like, them talking about things that happened in the first episode and then getting a flat tire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there wasn't a lot of, like, actual, like, footage from... Yeah, there wasn't a lot of content. Or whatever. Right. I don't know. I just like how, like, oh, we never drive together <laughs> for the car crash. They're like, we never drive together. We were targeted. Yeah, it's like... Um, you guys are think you're a lot more important than you are, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can um, see someone being annoyed that you called a ghost town hall and throwing something <laughs> at the side of your fucking car. But other than that, nah. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna like stalk and kill you. Like Mm-mm. I think that's a little much. Yeah, they had like a scene of them of the ones who decided, who were brave enough to go back after that happened. And they had like all this security, and it was just like, guys, come on! It's it just made me cringe so much. It's like, oh my god, guys, you guys are ghost hunters. You're not the fucking secret service. Mm-hmm. It's perfect though because they've always been cringe, and it's cringe in the best way of like, oh, we're just gonna yeah. take this really seriously. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, cringe is cringe is a good thing for the most part. I love yeah. I love as much cringe as I can get. So. I don't know. I think I'm 50-50 on cringe. Like, I like cringe like this, but there's some cringes that... Mm. Oh, yeah. There's a mm. line. There's a line. When it gets, like, offensive cringy, like, that's yeah. not cool. Like, the, yeah. just, like, yeah. you look dumb and stupid cringy. I'm all for that. Sometimes I get too much secondhand cringe. Because <laughs> then I'm, like, embarrassed for them, and they're not embarrassed, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, please just stop talking. You're making me suffer. It's Yeah, it get, it's bad sometimes. That's all right. I know I'm a sensitive person. I am too, though. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah. We did ghosts. We I did ghosts. ghosts. I love ghosts, ghosts too. This was good. This was fun. I, I love ghost stuff. I always I have, and I always will. And then, like I said, it put me in the fall mood, so now I'm yes. like ready for halloween so that is it for us this week we will see you guys next week with another episode um if you have any suggestions for things you want us to watch we're always looking for new trashy tv to talk about so you can email us suggestions at tvliterate at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at tvliterate and we are also on patreon if you want to send us some coffee money or new microphone money if you were up, up fed up with 
our microphone quality sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we love you, and you don't need to give us money. Just talk to us. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> recommend just... us books. Recommend us TV shows. We love it all. We do. Just stop by and say hey. Mm-hmm. We're so, so bored and lonely. We are. We're, well, we all should be yeah we should right be. now honestly it's responsible to be bored and lonely yeah so let yeah. us know how your quarantine is don't fucking talk to us if you're out partying please yeah yes and wear a mask if you have to go out please mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. protect yourself and others we love you we love Stay you safe out there i am megan and i am jillian and, and we, we are tv literate, literate.